the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Welcome to the show. I didn't think I'd be on time. I got a ticket. I've gotten a ticket in about 15 years. Officer said I was doing 52 in a 35-mile-per-hour zone. I'm sure none of you have, can relate to that, especially when it, it is a, a six-lane avenue or boulevard, and it, it's normative. <laughs> it's the way life goes, you know. It, it's it's sort of a lottery thing. I've, I, I, it has not uh, impacted my general happiness level, but it's. Uh, it's so arbitrary that uh, you wonder, I, at least I do, uh, is it a matter of an officer's uh, nature, personality, is there a quota? Anyway, just uh, reflecting, I talked to you about my life. It is what it is, and life is good. At least my life is good. A lot of lives are not. It's one of the painful realizations that I made in high school and has never left me. The most disturbing thing that I have confronted, not in my personal life, but in life, is that my assumption that people loathe evil is not, is not universal, not nearly universal. I would say that the good are loathed as much as the evil on planet Earth, such as my vision of the human condition. That America and Israel are loathed by vast numbers of people, and China and Iran are not, is just uh, is a perfect example. The left embodies everything that is wrong in the human condition. Liberals do not embody that. They just enable that. It's a different story. Let me think about it, right? The good are loathed more than the bad. What does that tell you about the human condition? You know, I defend God's, uh, God's decision in my commentary on the Bible, the Rational Bible. Two of the five volumes are out. The third volume is coming out in a couple of months. And I defend God's decision to destroy the world, except for Noah and his family. God wants people to be good. If they're all bad, he's going to start over. uh, That's the kind of God I want. Indeed it is. My column got some play this week. That The best thing you could do for the country is take your child out of school. The... uh, Let's see, where is the L.A. Times here thing? The New York Times. Here it is. This is uh, 
this is an example of the uh, of what the New York Times value system is, and you may love it. The boys in their summer dresses, gender fluidity enters its next phase as men increasingly step out in skirts and frocks. Really? That's now, when it says gender fluidity increasingly uh, is increasing, have you seen a guy in a skirt recently? So they're writing it in order to normatize it, if there is a word, normalize it. That's what they're doing. I didn't see it in New York. I mean, I was in, now, I, I was in New York, too. I didn't see it in New York. Is it, is it happening at the New York Times uh, headquarters? Now, here's a very, very good example of a conflict between the left and the Bible. The Bible has a law that a man should not wear women's clothing. It's not about transgender. It's about uh, the, the new term cisgender. Men identifying as men should not wear women's clothing. Those of us who are committed to biblical ideals and not left-wing ideals are committed to the notion that men and women are different, should celebrate their differences, and should not blur them. That the world is a better place where men look like men and women look like women. It is an amazing thing that that is controversial. But if you send your kid to any regular school today, private or public, the odds are they will be taught that anybody who said what I just said is a hater. And you will still send your kids there because it's the easier thing. I meet all these parents who were blindsided by schools, but you will not be blindsided. See, that's the difference. You have been warned. My heart goes out to you. You should be able to send your kid to school and not worry that everything good about them will be perverted. Yet uh, you have every reason to have that worry. You can deny it all you like. Some parents are fighting back. God bless them. An amazing thing. Where was the woman? It was just a woman. Where were I reading it? She, she has been fighting at these expensive schools. That's why I tell you all the time, I always add private as much as public. This is not just a public school issue. What is happening to your kids? Oh, my God. The New York Times, I didn't know how New York Times, how woke it was. It goes Mix Sinclair, MX. Did you see that in the article? It seems fairly unlikely that when Irwin Shaw wrote The Girls in Their Summer Dresses, his classic pay-on to a million wonderful women all over the city, drifting along the pavement as warm breezes tugged at their hems, he could have envisioned a day when those girls would as likely be men. Sexist and dated as Shaw's much-anthologized 1939 story may be, it's sexist to speak of women in skirts. Everybody should read it, my producer says. It did lay out truths about urban existence and the unalloyed joy of looking. Those pleasures largely withheld over the last 16 months have returned as we venture forth from our caves. To the delighted surprise of at least one observer, a considerable number of us apparently used the time in confinement to rethink some shibboleths about who gets to wear what. Koa Sinclair, K-H-O-A, 
You have any idea if that's male or female? I don't. Treated lockdown as a time of experimentation, a chance to push a style already liberated from rigid binary conventions. See, that's what they want to do. Liberate from rigid binary conventions. The New York Times is is the enemy of the Judeo-Christian value system. And it's not even an attack on it. It's a description of a fact. It shows you the emptiness of their lives. They need a cause. It is now a cause to get men to wear women's clothing. It's a cause. They think at the New York Times, they believe they, they are doing something good. Coa Sinclair treated the lockdown as a time of experimentation, a chance to push a style already liberated from rigid binary conventions. I like rigid binary conventions that men wear men's clothing and women wear women's clothing. Into the realm of next level femininity. So there was Mix Sinclair. I guess we don't want to know the sex of Coa Sinclair. 26 on a recent warm afternoon, sauntering through Domino Park in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Slick forelock curled in an anime flip. Inked arms emerging from the sleeves of a sinuous Issy Miyaki pleated dress. For the longest time, people were so stuck on being one way or the other. Why, why is that bad? Mix Sinclair said, referring to waning gender dress codes, waning, they're waning. According to the New York Times, queer people have been playing with this for a long time. But now you see a lot of guy in dresses that don't identify as all that feminine. What does that mean? Don't identify as all that feminine. Then why are you wearing dresses? Is it masculine? Hmm. Well. Question... Is Mix Sinclair queer, to use their terminology? Would a heterosexual man who wants to attract women think that wearing a dress is going to do it? Women, if you date, would you would you like such a man? The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Where was this piece in the New York Times? Is it in the front page, middle page? Huh? Don't know. Yeah, look it up. I'm very curious. An ode to men wearing skirts. 
and dresses. We don't want that old-fashioned binary notion. I look at pictures from America prior to the 60s. I wonder what, uh, what young people think of it where all the girls at school were in skirts or dresses and the boys were dressed the cor- correspondingly masculine. What do they? What do they think? That's old-fashioned. Such an interesting term, old-fashioned. Does old-fashioned doesn't tell you if it's good or bad, does it? It is old-fashioned because the new fashion is to blur the distinction between male and female. Are humans happier when there is no such distinction? Is that a fair question to ask? Or are a very tiny percentage of humans who, for whatever reason, do not define themselves in a binary fashion, do we, do we destroy one of the most significant distinctions in the world because a tiny number of people do not fit the distinction or do not want to fit it? Apparently we do. In that regard, let's see here, the Secretary of Education, because so many Americans voted for Joe Biden, this is what we're getting. This is from ESPN. U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona backs transgender athletes' rights. There you go. U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona, Cardona told ESPN that transgender girls have a right to compete and suggested that the Biden administration will step in to protect those students' civil rights. As multiple states enact legislation banning transgender athletes from competing in girls' and women's sports. On June 1st, the first day of Pride Month. Oh, I got got some questions about Pride Month. The ubiquity of Pride Month is is beyond anything one could imagine. There are breakfast cereals with the colors of Pride Month. And you should see what Microsoft, Microsoft has really gone gaga over it. Their web browser, Bing, has the, uh, has the, the colors all over the website. But, uh, there's an interesting question here. There, there are no, to the best of my knowledge, there are no laws against being gay. No, none. Gay people marry one another. Uh, it's actually probably in some in some instances advantageous to say you're gay because if you're not straight, that's an advantage. And it's an interesting question, the whole issue of pride. If you are something that you didn't choose, why are you proud of it? We're told that gay is not a choice, and in many cases it isn't. I agree, actually. But I don't understand why why you're proud of it. So it's an interesting term, the word pride. But uh, it's an anachronism today where there's so little uh, 
discrimination against gays, it's, it's really sort of an anachronism. Well, I know a lot of gays. If gay on the board of directors of PragerU. My, my wife and I are godparents to a gay couple's children. They, they think this gay pride stuff actually demeans them. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be seen within 100 miles of a gay pride parade. This is not their lives. It's the New York Times and Microsoft celebration of it. But this transgender competition, that's the one that this, this proves that all they wish to do is destroy. There is nothing moral or fair about a biological man competing against biological women. Nothing whatsoever. That's a, that is so obvious that you have to be on the left, which is an alternate view of the universe, to believe this. So by electing Joe Biden, we have a secretary of education who thinks it's a great thing. We're protecting transgender rights. We do have a responsibility to protect the civil rights of students, and if we feel the civil rights are being violated, we will act. Our LGBTQ students have endured more harassment than most other groups. It's critically important that we stand with them and give them opportunities to engage in what every other child can engage in without harassment. Do they even, is there a voice in a guy like Cardona that says, you know, maybe it isn't fair if a biological male weightlifter competes in the Olympics in the, in the women's division? Or do they not acknowledge uh, on the left? They may not because science is meaningless when it comes up to doctrine, left-wing doctrine. But do they not acknowledge that males are stronger than females? I know what they'll answer. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. My wife or my sister, she is so much stronger than I. And that's it. And that ends the issue of our men stronger than women. Brought to you by a dose of reality. What young people are expected to believe today that has nothing to do with reality is new in history. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager with you here. I began the show 
It's something I'd like to develop for just a moment. The good are hated at least as much as the bad. That's the human condition, which is uh, very troubling, obviously. And I gave the example of, on the one hand, Israel and the United States, and on the other hand, China and Iran. This sick, perverted administration that currently directs America, the administration whose president takes every opportunity to say what a, what a miserable, disgusting, crappy country he's the president of. This is unprecedented, I think, in any country's history, not just American history. Joe Biden is a disgrace. You, you voted for a disgrace if you voted for Joe Biden. Of course, you'll say, well, of course, Donald Trump was a disgrace. In, in fact, there's no comparison. No comparison. Joe Biden is destructive of this country, and Donald Trump actually did make America better. The world was better, and America was better because he was president. You can't stand him. Take your uh, feelings and pickle them. I never ask, do I like a president? That is among the most childish questions one can ask. Who gives a damn whether I like a president? Do, you, do, do soldiers ask, do I like my general? Or do they ask, does he help win the war for us? That is the only important question. Not do I like him. We live in the age of feelings. So for the narcissistic, do I like Donald Trump is unbelievably significant. I can't stand that man. Oh, the way he talks about women. Oh, the way he talks in general. Oh, his, t- his tweets. Some of which, by the way, I can't stand either. So what? The, the, this, this, this disgraceful administration. America systemically racist. This Blinken goes around the world saying, oh, we have to tell the world how awful we are to have any to be taken seriously when we talk about others' human rights. Really? Well, it's a lie to begin with. We're not a racist country. I know the lie catches on, just like the non-binary lie catches on. If the left says something enough, and it's repeated by every left-wing channel, which is everything except for talk radio and and uh, the and Fox News and the various terrific websites that we have, then people start to believe it. Just remember, though, the good are hated. Anti-Semitism was a perfect example of the good hated. Jews, Jews, Jews were such a, such a tiny element of society. But they had pretty good home lives, and they're, they're sort of like, uh, in, in terms of, of family life today, for example, Mormons, LDS, they, they, they're pretty known for having a good family life. Now, they're not hated, thank God. But they were, 
They certainly were at the outset. But the lack of antipathy to Iran, those who do not hate evil, uh, enable evil. That's, uh, That's a rule of life, my friends. That's why my favorite verse in the Bible is, those of you who love God must hate evil. That's my kind of God, man. If you love him, you hate evil. How could you not hate evil? Something's wrong with you if you don't hate evil. People deliberately do horrible things to other people, and how do you feel toward them? I'm going to have a uh, video coming out at PragerU. When is it coming out, you think, this summer? The one we're filming today, yeah. In August? On on unconditional love. I've done done some Ultimate Issues hours on it. When it comes out, we'll do it again. Hi, everybody. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. John in Los Angeles. Hello. John in Los Angeles. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, good morning, Dennis. Um, I think you're uh, too simplistic in your uh, talking about what's happening with the Palestinian state and with Israel. I think there's a lot to blame. I think when you say evil, it's just too simplistic in your thinking. Uh, in their mind, the Israelis are occupiers. They're no different than other people coming to the U.S. and buying their territory because they have money. So in what way are the Palestinians even wrong? Well, uh, the Palestinians are wrong because uh, they should recognize Israel as a state, but also Israel also has to uh, give some retribution for taking their land and also uh, try to work with them instead of just trying to uh, impose their belief and also... So uh, do, do you wait? So do you believe that a Jewish state can exist in the Middle East? Of course, of course it can. Well, well, then why are why isn't Israel right then? You you have Israel's position that there are twenty two Arab states and and the Jews have returned to where they've lived for three thousand years. So where is Israel wrong? Uh, well, um, they should. One of the things that they uh, have been uh, fighting about is territory that they say belongs to them. So they should really... Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm not clear. One of the things, who's fighting about and the territory belongs to whom? Uh, the Palestinians. What territory belongs to Palestinians? Did I lose you? lost him. That's weird. I don't think he hung up. I just think it got disconnected. You think he hung up? Hmm. So that's an interesting position. Israel does have a right to exist as a Jewish state, but it's wrong. So it's wrong in what? In occupying the West Bank? But it, it, it five times it tried to give up the West Bank and give the Palestinians a state, and they only ended up with blown-up children. 
The Palestinians don't want a state. They want to destroy the Jewish state. They, that, you, that's, that's the Hamas's outlook. When they went to Camp David under, uh, under uh, President uh, Clinton, President Clinton said is, Arafat is the one who blew up the Accords. In the history of the modern world, there is no example of a battle between a free state and an authoritarian state where the free state wanted war and the authoritarian state wanted peace. You have to literally invert reality to see Israel as the villain and the Palestinians as the good guys. But, but the left does invert reality. And that's the New York Times specialty, as you were, as it, as you were, would have it. Yes, indeed, my friends. New York subway crime surge continues. Why? Why is there no price paid for the defund police movement on the left? Why isn't every decent or, or even semi-clear-thinking American repulsed by the Democratic Party for all its mayors and governors who, who have told us to reimagine policing? Who, if you call 911, you get a social worker. Is that what you would like? who blame a policeman for killing a woman about to stab another woman, a girl about to stab another girl. The media is so disgusting. It is such a sick world that we we live, if you believe media. Every time a white policeman, which is very rare, kills a, a, a an unarmed black, it's extremely rare. Every time, the first thing you hear is white policemen. But every day, literally every day, I read in some news feed, usually the Daily Mail, I read about a black attacking an Asian American or a white, beating them up or killing them. But they're never identified as black. Let me ask you a question. On pure statistics, if you are black, are you more likely to be killed? You're an innocent black. Are you more likely to be killed by a white? Or if you're an innocent white, are you more likely to be killed by a black? Everybody listening to this show knows the answer to that question, but nobody talks about it. Because the left controls the lie of white racism. And so this subverts the lie. I was listening to a broadcast today, I'll tell you exactly which, the one preceding me in Los Angeles, the morning answer. They're talking about a woman who was just was filling her gas 7 p.m. somewhere in the L.A. area recently, and she just got beaten up. It's on film. I don't know the race of the person who beat her up. I don't know her race. But anyway, and one of the hosts was saying, you know, you got to follow your instinct if you're if you're a little, you know, if you're frightened, back up or even run away. But of course, if somebody saw a bunch of uh, black males approaching them at a gas station and backed up or ran away, they'd be called racist. 
You can't follow that advice. So I'm asking statistically, which race has more to fear physically from the other race? Everyone knows the answer, but everybody lies about it. The left is the world of the lie. The day you realize that, from Russian collusion to race, is a very liberating day because the truth shall set you free. The Dennis Prager Show. So I mentioned to you in, in this the latest, this happened, I read about something like this almost every day. California woman brutally beaten at gas station pump in apparent random attack, and it's all on video. Woman is pumping gas, a Hispanic woman, as it happens. And a black uh, guy goes over, and uh, and the description is he was shirtless. When she was on the ground, the suspect repeatedly punched her in the head and face, the sheriff's department said. He also grabbed the victim's hair and slammed her head against the car and onto the ground. Seven o'clock at night, never knew him, nothing, was. she was just pumping gas. Nowhere in the article does it mention that he is black, and it is never mentioned, even though it is disproportionately the case. Because the media lie, and lie again, they lie so often by omission as much as by commission, and the left lies, and they control virtually all conduits of information. So you have this vision of endangered blacks. Oh, I'm afraid to send my kid out to be stopped by a cop. I think white parents have more reason to fear being hurt by a, a random black attacker than uh, blacks have a fear of being hurt by a white, including a policeman. That's just a statistical fact. But there isn't one kid in one college who has heard what I just said. Colleges lie with the ease with which you breathe. Because truth is not a left-wing value. Never has been, never will be. Every so often you get people from the left or from liberalism who come to the conservative side and realize, wow, they care about truth in the conservative side. It's it's like, it's an amazing thing. I meet these people personally, and I read, read them. One of the most amazing things to them is how nice people on the right are. One of the greatest videos we ever put out is of a Democrat in New Hampshire. A woman who just out of curiosity decided to go to a Trump rally in New Hampshire. And uh, she, her friends told her to to take some men with her to guard her. It became known she was a Democrat. She would be hurt. She was treated so well and the people were so kind, it had an enormous impact on her life. That's why they don't want you to know us, hear us, see us, or listen to us. Because we will have an enormous impact on your life. 